All right, all right. Welcome to the show, guys. You guys got Nomad Damon here, Blueberry Lounge, giving you guys some traveling sounds. And today I got a great one up in uh, Sedona, talking about spiritual gangsters. Meet a guy named Dane the Great just in the parking lot, and we end up connecting a lot. We ended up being at Jim and Jam, probably dancing next to each other. Um, he got a lot of the same kind of upbringings and troubles and uh, new insights on uh, the new love of life, and he's a, a rapper, musician, artist. He's got a nonprofit up in Washington trying to clean up some needles and stuff on the street. And just now he's just kind of walking around trying to find God, get back in touch with his uh, aligned path so that he can get back with his family. Uh, Dane's got four kids, and he'll tell us all about it. Check out this song from him, We Gotta Save Our Children. Check out the show, Nomad Damon, Traveling Can't Sounds from the Blueberry Lounge. Thank you guys bright. so much for tuning in. It has to change. We have to fight. You and I in suit and tie. We need to save our children. All the kids who end up missing If I told you, would you listen? Be the change and make a difference We need to save our children All the kids who end up missing If I told you, would you listen? Be the change and make a difference they taking our dust, they taking our kids to feed their lust and making some bucks like no one knows and keep it on hush. It has to fuck it up and interrupt. So let's discuss my pure disgust. It is a must, it is a must. They to us to shut it up, start bringing our love, be better people, forever equal. Shine a light upon the evil, rid our plight, step on that steeple, make it right. No more lies, cannot be deceitful. When did you release this one? It's not even released. Not even released yeah, yet. Yeah. Uh, just made it. <clears throat> How old are you? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Yeah. You've been kind of freestyling, rapping. For yeah, I got. I'm, I've been in Seattle. I did it professionally, but Seattle's just going crazy right now. <laughs> what just, do you mean by that? Well, so one of the reasons why I'm doing the nonprofit is because they're well, they're giving out free heroin needles right now for people, gotcha, which yeah. I understand they're trying to follow mo your model, you know. Yeah. But it's just it's not right. So there's heroin needles, meth everywhere, dude, on the ground at parks. So I just got tired of it. And I was like, fucking clean this shit up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's got to be with more of the, an exchange style. Because when the, when the exchange yeah. program came out, the needles became worth money. So mm -hmm. you could go and collect them, mm -hmm. you know, and you turn in 10 needles, you get clean one, you know, like that yeah. type of attitude. But yeah, we, I had some friends that, you know, and it was right around COVID too when they started giving everybody 600 bucks of. Uh, yeah. And a, then a, a week, a week, and then Crazy. and that's when we. That was the first time I saw them handing out the the needle kits. Yeah, so once COVID, town. everything started. It's like it, the devil's playground, bro. It really was. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's been a good devil's playground for me because yeah, like the cops have just kind of stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Doing anything. We were able to work better, like the, yes. the spiritual gangsters. Yeah, we were able to kind of move in and out for your. Yeah. But still keep our light, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, but you know. I'm not I'm not upset with them. I just wish that you know, we can fucking get right. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. One day we'll have an an adulthood we won't have to heal from our childhood. You know, something like that. Like yeah. we'll raise kids in a way that they won't. They should come. We'll bring it in. Yeah. Five D baby. <laughs> yeah. Well in this place, you know, we're here in Sedona yeah. and yesterday was Sunday and I was here at the community park. Okay. And Posse Grounds and they just had 
a beautiful little everybody brought their kids out yeah. people brought some food out you know played some music hung out talked people talked about things going on in the community and just okay you know there's a lot of people that were kind of living like are you gonna be here on thursday um maybe i was gonna head up to flagstaff on wednesday but okay. maybe i come back well there's a big uh event on thursday at the light mission and it's it's like a whole bunch of community leaders talking about how we could change the world and stuff like that okay yeah, yeah um yeah, I got a flyer for that yesterday. Oh, you did? Oh. They were they left the thing to go practice for that. Yeah. I think. Okay, on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff's super cool. It's been one of the hardest parts about not having any really ground roots is like activism is something I really miss. Mm-hmm. You know, it was easy when I was in a college campus area. I had my own club, you know, oh, cool. go go down to the city council and, you know, but then floating around, it's like, I don't know, you can go sit in meetings and like... <laughs> right, because you don't have the... You know, you don't have the... the no one really cares. You, you're not... You haven't put in the, the weight, the, the effort, the, the yeah. background that they know. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... But you might have a good idea to be there too. Exactly, you know? exactly. I'm a pretty good spontaneous thinker, so... I could tell. Um, so that was really cool. This town is on the vibe for sure. How long have you been in Sedona? I came here September, bro. September, okay, September. Yeah. So yeah, so. About five months now. Sick. Yeah, been been a minute now. It's cool. This the place it allowed me to come in though. I got a, I just got a place, got a job, so you know, I came here just camping. Okay, yeah. Just in a in a backpack camping. Do you have a car? Nah. Uh-huh. Came here on the play. I had a dream about this place in Seattle. And just it was weird. Like the uh, movement or the nonprofit I was doing in Seattle it was almost like the police didn't want me to do it. It was really weird. So I just I was I had to leave. And it, your nonprofit, what's it called? Uh, forty seven twenty seven community cleanup. Forty seven twenty seven community cleanup. Yeah. And basically, probably on the problem you were just illustrating and its name just kind of helping clean up well, the community. My angel numbers, uh, the one of my first angel numbers I ever received was 4727. So, okay. I kind of just put that in there. <clears throat> and what does that mean, an angel number? Uh, so it's like, you know, cause, well, so angels, this is how, like, spirits are angels. They talk to me in colors. Okay. And um, numbers and feathers and stuff like that, you know? So, cause they can't talk to us, like, you know, unless you're listening, but so 47 is how like I'm, it's like good. Yes. And 27 is kind of like, you know, be, be got caught. you. Yeah. Symbols and numbers that stick out, letting you know you're on a direction yeah. that's of guidance. Yeah. Something you're open to be aware to yeah. that's pay attention to all the things, you know? Okay. Yeah. And it was 40 and 27, 47, 27, 47, 27. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I love it. Are those numbers in your life in any, like, Nah, they kind of just came, but it's crazy how often I see them now. Like, it's I think well, twenty seven has the power of nine, you know. Okay, right. So it's a very powerful number, but yeah, no, it's, they just kind of just came to me. It was weird. Yeah, this past couple of years has been a trip. <laughs> <laughs> As in, is, it, would you consider? Have you been? Coming into the awakening in the past few years, did you kind of pop? Well, really, always ever, on? ever since 2012, dude, I spent some time in jail, and that's kind of when I, like, you know, was aware of the change. Yeah. But in the past couple of years is when I got kicked out when COVID. I have four kids back in Seattle, and I got kicked out during the beginning of COVID because I wouldn't stop doing music and just being who I am. Gotcha, that's why and I left. It's like a split, you know, everybody's right. splitting, and I was so I was just, I was homeless, kind of, you know, but I still, I had places to go, you know. 
but I was, yeah, I was doing this and that, and yeah, I was just, my mind was, it was like heavy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was heavy. So I kind of, and then when I came, I got, I got sober uh, this last summer, and then ever since then, I've just been like on a natural high. Sweet. Yeah, I smoke here and there, you know, I like smoking. Smoking weed's good. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. But you can get on some good natural highs, you know, it's like yeah. Ram Dawson and Timothy Leary both like to get high, you know, and Ram just didn't want to keep coming down. Okay, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. and I think I'm like, I think I'm starting to notice that more in my psychedelic trips, like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, they still take me to a, the most creative place, Yeah. you know, but definitely. it does linger for like a few days of yeah. like kind of a lull, like to get back to where I was before. <laughs> You know, yeah. so you are kind of like sacrificing some of tomorrow for now. It's a, you go deep and then, but you're like, whoa. And you have to recuperate. You, have to, yeah. you know, so it's like I'm really excited about heading to this event, this radical play event, because yeah. it'll be the. I'll be praying for you. Thank you. Yeah. It'll be the the energy cheer with hopefully with with an elongated come down or not right, a come right down. Right now's the time, you know, to, Yeah, I had my I, I popped in 2012. That's when I had I, and then went East Coast. And then started doing door-to-door vacuum sales, that, yeah. and was really good. It's the only place that'll hire anybody. I could tell you, the guy did it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I ended up being factory distributor. Moved to Maryland, opened up my own office. Like had, oh, wow. yeah, I made it to the top. Top. Good. I lost all my hair and became big and fat. You know, it's right on the the pathway to nice, rich Kirby hood. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then 2012 hit. And I literally listened to this one podcast and just like couldn't go back to work. Trip. I love it though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it. It's been a rough road, but it's been. It's good. It's like I feel. I think I feel better than I would have. What's uh? You got a most mon- monumental song, or would you have like a first breakthrough song that really lets you know? Well, I have a really good video that I made on YouTube. Okay. Uh, it's dope, but it's like well, so like my vibe. I kind of switched it up because my I used to be like in the streets hustling and doing all that, you know. So. Yeah. I, my my lyrics have never been like negative or bad, you know, but the vibe of it was, you know. Gotcha. So now it's like I'm switching it up, but that video it's got like girls and <coughs> well the cool thing I do have an alligator on my lap. I'm petting it. I'm in like a th- psychiatrist chair. <laughs> I got you. You were all you were all being all vanilla iced out, you know. But now you we know. knew who our mentors were back then. <laughs> vanilla Ice and Snoop Dogg, you know. We we're doing the best we could, man. Exactly. Now we have people like Mike Love and yes. Sat Sang and Sierra Marin yeah. and you know all of these beautiful. I met this uh, this girl here in town, Molly. She's just amazing. Cool. Forget her last name. There's a lot of cool people here. Yeah, I came in first night and just bust at the gas station, and then they were like, "Yo, there's open mic at at the wine place, literally right across the street." Okay. Played open mic there, and then they were like, "Yo, the next two nights we're going down to Synergy." For this amazing collective open jam, Friday and Saturdays. Dope. And my first night there, Molly uh, Shuvani and the uh, River Runs Wild okay. crew showed up. Uh-huh. And I thought it was just like a normal playing field, but they're like a... They are really yeah, good. They know what they're doing yeah. yeah, they're like a solid band. Cool. But I was just blown away. I was like, what? This is like an open mic? Like, this is... And then every night I've just I made it to the ultimate light mission. Okay. Molly did a thing when then the and the uh, river runs wild and then the girl I'm making this trash pocket trash song. Okay. She was the dancer. The wow. uh, it's just like everyone here is 
doing something. Yeah. Creating it's, something. It is really cool. Have you been to Full Joe Bros? Yeah, I stayed down there for like a week. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I met Justin. This place is dope. Yeah, I'm gonna come back and maybe do some like uh some coffee stuff there. That'd be really cool. Yeah. He's awesome. got a good vibe. It's interesting vibe. <laughs> yeah. It's a trip. It's a trip. It's like so in Pocahontas County, West Virginia, we had one of the Rothschilds on vacation houses. Okay. <laughs> um, that they'd go up there and party in when yeah. they wanted to get away and go shoot guns and ride wow. four-wheelers. And it's funny because he used to go and party in that house. He's like, like the Rothschild family? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, he's like, Justin's like super rich, like, you know, yeah, yeah. DC, like family, family. And he's just like doing what he's doing for, for the people out yeah. here. And he's like basically thrown away all respect that sounds like that like anyone had for him to do like what he's doing yeah and so it's pretty pretty really ball is, pretty yeah. he's really he's looking out for the community yeah much love Fogel bros it's like a place he's like it's a uh food truck carnival <laughs> in theory you know and basically he says it's a place where light workers can make money he's yeah. like he provides the table what can we bring to it yeah and he got a good table set up you know yeah and so it's like you can go there and Bring some shit to the table. And, art, whatever. Yeah, art, yeah. music, you know, whatever your te- technique is, and then turn it for some cash because cash doesn't help. He's actually he was actually about to let me move in with him, um, in um, Jer- Jerome. Okay, the Jerome house. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't end up. I got a place right before it was. But I thank God that he was about to let me do that. You know, it's so cool. Yeah, I think that's where like the Salamander Collective <laughs> is. Yeah, sign those kids. They yeah. played up there at uh, the Light Mission. Okay. Last week. Dope, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was just hanging out with an amazing bass player, buddy Aaron. He just left yesterday. I see how you move. You got your foot everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, this town was the easiest. It's so cool. Like Everybody's I mean, open here. It's really... Everyone's open. Yeah. I I go to a lot of cool towns. Uh, you know, Grass Valley's super cool. Okay. Um, Joshua Tree's amazing. I've heard about Joshua Tree. You know? Um, but it's... It's hard to get in when you're there. Is it? I mean, it's especially Joshua Tree is super hard because okay. it's like there's not even like there's like one coffee shop that closes at four and then one like redneck bar, <laughs> like and nobody goes at like here everybody goes out all the time. Yeah, there's all kinds of community stuff. They got the Kava Bar. Yeah, it's open every. There's every all day. kinds of non-alcoholic based entertainment Dope, here, right? Which I'm a drinker. Yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. like I love not. Being influenced to drink and just especially ha- like, when other people aren't too, yeah. you know the vibes all fucked up. You know yeah, what I'm it's just like, and then yeah, and then everyone's not that yeah. vibe's not all fucking yeah. drunk. Yeah. Everyone's like, we're out till two in the morning and it's not sloppy. Yeah, you know? dude, it's dope. It's I really, cool. I came here and I didn't want to go back to Seattle. Just this place is home right now. No, this place. I was. I mean, I. You know, I just heard Sedona. I drove up here knowing absolutely nothing. Oh, for real? Yeah. Picked up some hitchhiker girl on the way. It was really awesome. And pacing on my way up here, I made like a hundred bucks. And like, was that when you were doing the street performances? Mm-hmm. I saw the video of that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, homie came up and gave me a fifty, but he's like, "This should get you where you're going." Mm. AKA, get the fuck out of my town. Uh, <laughs> they hate. They but they tipped me. Yeah. They all paid me, but they didn't yeah. want me there. It was a real weird feeling. But I, and then I picked up some girl there, and brought her up here and dropped her off the skate park. Dope. And then, yeah, and just went right down to the gas station and started to play music, and everything just has unfolded. That's what's up, bro. Glad to hear. Thank you. Yeah. yeah Jim and Jam was dope, though. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed that shit. Hey, is that your first time at Jim and Jam? Yeah, well, so I had my kids back, <clears throat> like, 2000, when I went, 
when I was in jail. That was 2012 when I had my kids. So ever since then, I was just dad mode, you know? So yeah. I, I didn't go to any festivals my whole adult life. So that was pretty much my first festival. Really, I've heard of them, and, but yeah, that shit was fun. Jim and Jam was a really unique festival for the way that it was like Shakedown Street, Wook-style vending. Mm-hmm. Normally, they shut that stuff down. Yeah. Normally, you're not Right allowed. outside. Right outside. Yeah, that was I all... mean, that was a little pushing it. The people that were like right outside. Especially with the balloons. Yeah, that was a little <laughs> much. I did see eventually those guys that were driving around with the ice cream truck. <laughs> and the balloons out the window and the ice cream truck music driving up and down the parking lot. They got both. They ended up passing out in front of my camper. Oh, no way. And then like they were just there forever, like right in the front. And the cop eventually walked up and arrested the two of them. Dude, like, no way. Oh, yeah. shit. I had a feeling. Oh, they were so stupid. I yeah, mean, you I can push it so far, I but don't be in. Just, I know, everyone went ham. But, yeah, I work with a lot of cool festivals and a lot of different ones. Like, the Unleashed is No Booze, Radical Play, Heart Opening. And then, okay. you know, I'm a, I just got in with this clue that works like bigger ones, like Lightning in a Bottle, which are just, Dope. you know, sold out. Well, I have a Amazing feeling. events, um, but. I, so I, was, I go to this church that's in Uptown. It's called Wayside. Um, and I met this really cool girl, Pritvi, and she's like, you know, face tattoos. Just Mother Earth style, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so she hit me up randomly, and she was like, hey, do you want to come to Gem and Jam and help me uh, vend vegan food? I was like, yeah. So she gave me the pass to go to, the, you know, inside. Sick. So I think I'm going to be working more festivals with her. We'll see. But Nice. Uh, yeah, it's, I believe that could be a good change for this world, you know. Even though I enjoy meat myself sometimes, I think that, the, you know, the way that we prepare, you know, keep the animals and all that shit is fucked up, you know. But yeah, I, I hope to see a good change coming to this world, man. Yeah, well, my favorite first quotes was, you know, be the change. You want to see? Be the change you want to see. Mm. And then it was really cool because my next one that really stuck was like, if we're just a spark, we could still burn down the whole forest. Mm -hmm. Which is, then I got out to Northern California and that one's not as appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Oregon too. Oregon just went through yeah. it. Yeah. But, and then I was just reading in my book, one of my books the other day and I was talking about the, the spark and that being like a, a stage for people of like feeling like. But. That's what's up. Well, sweet. So, what you got working on right now? As far as music? Yeah, as far as music. Uh, man, you know, like right now. Well, I got the I got the song I made about Jesus the other day. Okay. But I'm kind of just like taking a break on music for a little bit because I'm working on my spiritual walk, you know. Right. Which is gonna add to my music. Definitely. You know, everything I've done in music so far, performance and writing, practicing, it, that's there. So now I just need time to get right within. Yeah. So when, and if the chance does come again to do music, I'm not like lost in the sauce, you know, getting drunk and high too much like I was. Right. Which I think was a big hindrance for me. It helped too, though, at the same time. Like the creative juices that flow from that. You it know, can. being in the studio with friends and just relaxing and letting your inhibitions kind of ease. Yeah. <clears throat> but now that I have all that there, the work ethic and all that stuff, it's just, yeah. So kind of just taking a break. I do my art now too, so. But I'm just working on myself. I've been really working on myself lately because I have my kids, man. I need to get back. I need to, I need to do right for them. So that's no real. How old? My oldest is 10, and then 8, and then 5, and 4. Okay. Yeah, so 
They're the world to me. Just baby mom and me aren't seeing eye to eye. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm, I'm happy that she hopefully can have a chance to be happy without me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we all deserve happiness. Yeah. And we all want our others to be happy as well. Yeah. You know, whether we... Most of us do. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think we... Yeah, some of us just are... Just don't know that we don't make them happy. <laughs> yeah, so like it, one of my favorite books is Eastern Body, Western Mind, and it's a chakra energy book, uh, Western philosophy, uh, psychology, and it speaks of our energy, our liberation energy, which takes our current up, and then our manifestation energy, which brings it down from the com- cosmos or from the collective god or whatever and so it's like you know you kind of like what i'm seeing is like you're here in your throat and you're taking a minute and you're going to just send it up let yourself see connect with the universal spirit for a little bit and then that power is going to come back down through you in a in a manifestation current in time in time when when you know could be in a second could be in a a year whenever you're ready there's no you know okay but that comes back down then you start to see the divine message and then when you start to speak you know, some of us are working on the on our liberation from just being like a baby current. Is it a thirty six page book? Is it a smaller book? No, Eastern by West, my mind. No, that's something though. That that's like the outline of it. But okay. the, I don't know what that is. It's this right here. Okay, there it goes. Yeah, Anadia Judith. I never realized, but if you just type in the name of any book on Google and then put free PDF next to it. More than half the time, it'll allow you to just download it straight to your phone. Wow, that's cool. Isn't it, dude? So yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah, check this one out. It's, it's got some good stuff. One I, of the one of the songs I'm gonna be working on it is gonna be about it. Uh, I was looking at some of your books, dude. It's really cool. I got some good ones up yeah. there. Good for you, bro. That's really cool. Yeah. This is like my work bible. Cause it's like I went to school for like psychology and child development. Okay. And I originally went for business marketing, so. I understand, like, how to take advantage of a mind <laughs> yeah. and how to grow it healthily, mm-hmm. you know? Um, that spiritual gangster shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and then I started, I, you know, I started getting all the yoga, hurt my back and everything. And, and you, during you doing yoga? No, I hurt my back okay. snowboarding. Okay. And, no, and that led me into the physical aspect of yoga, which then led me into the reading the books, which then changed my life. It's an interesting story. Yeah, you know, because I was, uh, you know, I grew up 16, got got traded in some graduation money for some <laughs> for some weight and started hustling. Oh, you know. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Made it out to Tahoe and just ski-bummed it up, and I've always had fun, but once I made some money doing the vacuum thing, I realized that it's like, <clears throat> you know, I can make other people have a lot more fun, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been on it's been it's a good it's a good journey for me because like you know I'm more I'm on the span I'm on the spiritual gangster side, not the spiritual enlightenment side. It's like you know we're doing the work in the dirt, in the dirty places. You know we're like and which is some of the places that really needs the work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said for the real. other day, it's like I'm not trying to help anyone find enlightenment. I'm trying to help a few people not kill themselves in those moments. You know. Mm-hmm. And I've been or lucky. kill somebody else. Or kill somebody else, definitely. <laughs> you know, I've been, I've been lucky with my space that I've been able to open it to people going through hard times and clean them out in here and 
have a road dog for a while and they say uh, sometimes it sticks sometimes it doesn't but they say one light worker that can get rid of fear is more powerful than a thousand or a stadium full of people you know what i'm saying so, right yeah fear <clears throat> what is fear to you uh d- doubt you know what i'm saying or just like uh well on my spiritual walk you know being close with god you look at you look at okay the story of jesus you know so he's walking around and He's got all these people trying to kill his ass, you know. (laughs) That's fearful. You'd be fear, but when you don't, when you understand that you don't have anything to fear, you know, you're not in any situation whether there's a gun involved or something. You just put away all fear, knowing Mm -hmm. that you're protected. Well, just that vibe will throw somebody off their pivot, you know. And definitely, yeah. So, or just, or simply is the terms of just not having enough money. You know what I'm saying? Like in your situation, just knowing that everything will be okay. You know, yeah. That's gotta be yeah. What's just the money thing, man. That's it's a hard one. <laughs> it's a hard one. I just paid my taxes today. Um, I had to pay thirteen hundred dollars from two thousand twenty, which is I paid more in percentage than Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. Now Elon Musk paid eleven billion dollars in taxes. Yeah. So he paid a lot. Yeah. But he only paid three point four percent. You know, which I'm paying ten percent. And then Tesla paid zero dollars. And they're telling me they're going to take my house. And so I'm like, I don't have a house. Ha-ha. <laughs> but I, this is registered, so I don't want I don't want this to get... I don't have like 800 credit scores. So I don't really care what, what the government says. But either way, it was... And then I go to pay it. And, man, I had an hour and 15-minute phone conversation, like, w- waiting on hold. <laughs> Good that you're trying. Well, I mean, I finally did it. But it literally took me like two hours. And, like, I eventually... I think I eventually canceled, went through a third-party company and paid them $25 so that they could process my payment. Yeah. And it was like, it's just such a pain. It's just so crazy, this, these things yeah. go, going on. Yeah, it, it, I have a feeling things are going to change here. So, I mean, look at what's going on right now. Everything, Everything's the plan, changing. The plan is going. Yeah, it's, well, you know, and we can, we can get as weird as we want about it, but, yeah. you know, the guy I work with and build festivals, one of them, you know, he's like... You know, and who says? Well, he's part of the the, <laughs> the ancient order of Egypt. Of Egypt. Amen. You know, I laugh because, like, in Sedona, it's like everybody's of some ancient order around yeah. here or something. You know, or an angel, <laughs> or an angel, or a psychic. You know, which not to diminish any of the power. Yeah, not at all. You know, but we all have like, aspects. Um, <laughs> but it, it is something you always take with a grain of salt. With me, I'm a very skeptical. Yeah believer mm-hmm. you know yeah. like i don't really believe anything but i love to believe everything at the same time yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but yeah he you know especially he, when you go on your psychedelic trips you never know what the fuck <laughs> you're like what the, uh, uh, well and you know yeah you talk about the comfort of knowing it'll be okay <laughs> and my last journeys with the ketamine have answered those so deeply for yeah. me um but now i've done it i've done it after and it, i don't really it's just kind of the same story now. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know, Man. Alan Watts, right? Yeah. So Alan Watts said he said that when you're trying to enter a house, you know, you pick up a rock and knock on the door, but when they open the door, you don't bring the rock inside with you, which kind of is true. Ah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like once you once you know, you know, kind of. You know how? Right. <laughs> and you don't want to keep going because then you'll. You, that's how you people just lose themselves. Rocks around, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you rocks it's dumber than a, a box of rocks. <laughs> The hippie carrying them around, you know. <laughs> That's a point. Yeah, all right, I just came from Jim and Jim. I like rocks. But... 
Yeah, Jim and Jim was pretty cool, dude. I was, I actually, I, just, I was on a little psychedelic trip there, and I was sat in, in between all those crystal skulls and shit. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, do I hear aliens talking right now? <laughs> so you never know. You just got to take it with a grain of salt. Exactly. Yeah, but it's cool. When I work One Love, Arizona, near Vegas, it's in May, May 13th. I'm the volunteer One coordinator. Love? One Love? You should let me know on Facebook. Yeah, it's called Facebook. It's called One Love Volunteer Group, I think. Okay. And Because um, I'm going to try to make it to more. And yeah, I need volunteers, so everybody out there. Um, and yeah, we had this huge UFO come above us. Like, it could have been a flock of ducks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that were like maybe catching some weird light that mm-hmm. was like making them reflect perfectly. But mm-hmm. it was like all of a sudden, like through the clouds came like this like corner of a UFO. Wow. Like, and it was like circulating with like these little lights spinning around the side. And, like, I wouldn't doubt it. You know, it, it, it could have been, I'm a, you know, I always, I always give myself like two or three benefits of the doubt. Yeah. Just cause. It's, you, you never, never know, know, bro. <laughs> 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 you never know, bro. <laughs> real. Yeah, what is it? One love. I remember the, the closest thing I've seen to that was I was in Seattle, which there's a lot of air, you know, moving. <coughs> Seattle is a big airport there. But I was, I was looking up at the stars in this meteor. It was, it was not a meteor cause it went. Like it shot across the sky and then hit an immediate 90 degree, like it went like that, you know. And there's no way I can explain that. Yeah, I can't. Well, now, which, <coughs> excuse me, um, I haven't like I've heard they released the papers about UFOs and like that, but mm-hmm. I haven't really seen anything about it. Right. But I heard that like wave come through like mm-hmm. a couple months ago or a year ago they that have, was like they have they've declassified declassified yeah. yeah. Crazy stuff. <clears throat> but I haven't like read any. I haven't watched the YouTube on it now that it's declassified, which is probably what I need to do is turn on the well, old ancient aliens. And this is the crazy thing is that uh, the Bible, one of the most believed books in the world, you know, I think the most, the most popular, sold, owned, read book ever. Um, yeah. In it, it says, and people believe this down to the T. Some of the most religious people believe this down to the T. It says you need to be careful or be. Uh, attentive of who you entertain or talk to because you might be entertaining angels you know and it says that straight in the bible so because you might be entertaining angels yeah so you know like be be attentive or aware of who you're talking to because you might be entertaining an angel okay gotcha gotcha you know so that must mean that they come in human form sometimes you know so you never really know dude which is a trip it's such a trip yeah, I've been told I'm a Hawthor alien. Okay. By another guy who was an alien, who his mission was to tell aliens that they were aliens and to pop them out of their bubble. Cool. And I was uh, doing speaking at a rally in Humboldt for I think our energy grid, and then afterward he came over and talked to me and he's like, yeah, you know, I don't want to freak you out, but you're this type of alien. He's telling me about yeast beings and stuff and. It was really cool. I went and like Googled it and read about it. And it, was, it was hella flattering. Hawthorne, it's like okay. Hathor is like the Egyptian goddess, okay. god of like war and sex. It's like <laughs> it's like change through pause, like change. It's like you know like abrupt change, but it was like heavy in the like the music and dance and arts. I can see that. But yeah. like, but still a, a destructor and and colic rebuilder like. I'm sure some of the greatest warriors are great artists too, you know. Because if you can move to a beat, you know, if you can, if you can, with a brush stroke, you know, you, right. can, you can probably do some cool stuff with a sword or a spear. 
Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> dancing through life, just. <laughs> yeah, it's a trip. Uh, there's one dude I listen to, uh, his name's Cryon. He does a lot of, pot, like, you know, podcasts and stuff, but he channels and he talks about, you know, we have old souls and we, we've, we've been here, had many lifetimes and stuff like that. And a lot of us come from different, even before the earth was around in our civilization, all the civilizations, we came from different star systems, Lyrians, you know, so we all have, we all, like you said, could be aliens, you know. <laughs> Good trip. Just having a human experience. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. Yeah, so, yeah, spiritual beings having a human experience. Yeah. Amen. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's called One Love Festival AZ Group. Okay. One Love Festival Arizona. Would you be able group. to forward that to me? I did. I oh, just, you're the best. I just sent it. Thank you, bro. Yeah, uh, it's cool. There's no reggae there, which caught me off guard the first year, but it's not a big deal. So was it more like. It's more like it's, yeah, it's more like EDM. They had like three stages, um, different kind of vibes. I mean, they had like desert dwellers, okay. you know, um, some like musical EDM, but it was it was mainly electronic music. Super hot. Um, Arizona May is probably like the last weekend you want to be in Arizona. But they put up like two fresh swimming pools in different places every day, because uh, you didn't want to be like in a three day old. Wook yeah, no. suit, you know. A wook pool. No, no. no. But every day when they'd open up a new one, yeah, we. That's awesome. Take our speaker over to a new one. It was cool, and then you know it's warm all night. Yeah. It's hot during the day, but it's like perfect here right now during the day, but cold at night. But yeah. Then, but then it'll be hot during the day and then perfect all night. Yeah. That was one love. So that's a good one. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna try to make it to more. I think I know I'm gonna definitely work lightning in a bottle and then do um I think I'm gonna get Sonic Bloom this year. Okay. So I apply to see who pays me and those get first and then I apply for a volunteer in the middle of those gaps and then maybe I'll pay for one. Dope. Dope. I normally don't pay for many. Yeah. That's what's up. I'm just getting to know the know how it works. Yeah. You just basically you find a festival that you want, you go to their website, you go down to the bottom where it says participate, volunteer, part of the team, you know, and you click on that button and it'll let you know what their applications are open for, whether they're like hiring artists, like for painters, dancers, workshop leaders, or just volunteers. Well, so so check this out. So like how you said earlier with the the vi the throat chakra and how you send it up and all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes, so like when I took I took some some psychedelics at this last gym and jam, and I'm sitting there helping this lady make the the vegan tent. You know, we're making the vegan food and stuff. But when I'm tripping out, <clears throat> I'm I walk back to the tent. You know, it's nighttime, and I'm sitting there and I see this dude outside of it. I'm like, hey, you mind if I bum a smoke? And he's like, yeah. So he gives me a smoke and he's like, hey, he's like, do you, do you do you know this lady? pointing at the vegan tent and I'm like yeah 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 he's like oh cool we're gonna work together and then he just starts walking off right and then I sit down and there's a fucking out of there's a vapor under me and I'm just like I just got the serum so I'm like is this fucking like manifestation type shit happening right now is this speaking about my future right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, what is going on right now <laughs> <laughs> yes it's a trip so we'll see but it's a trip, man. When you open up and you're free and you can just go where it tells you to. Yeah. You know, I make plans. I like making plans, but you have to. I never stick to them. I never. <laughs> well, both of, both of those mix. That's the key. I feel you know because mm -hmm. sometimes a plan 
<sighs> plan helps me be more sporadic, you know? Spor- it gives you direction sp- to sporadic. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty cool. I just learned you can volunteer. You can get in a lot of things for free if you just message them ahead of time. Be like, hey, I want to I wanna help. I don't have money. <laughs> and they need the help. They normally always love, your, love the help. Especially, you know, I mean, I have a really good resume now. I'm like, been doing this for 10 years. Dope. So it's like, yeah. That's what's up, man. Because you got to make, you gotta make <coughs> some money, too. We can do the festival life, but I'm doing a few hustles. So, like, I got this new airbrush gun. We're trying to do, like, body paint. Dope. I got a bunch of stencils, just, like, quick faces, arms, um, stuff like that. Making some T-shirts. Um, I'm trying to get this, like, coffee cacao thing going. Looking for a pull-behind um, food truck right now. Like, a little small... You know, one thing I think might help with that. So, uh, one thing I've loved is fluorescent colors, you know, and people are attracted to it. Mm-hmm. So, if you get some black lights and shit yeah, like that, some black lights right there, boom, it brings it's like people are attracted to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I set up at Jim and Jam one day with my booth and uh, realized what I need to make it more professional, proficient. I think I might have seen you there. I know. I, you look familiar, dude. Yeah. I probably do. Sunday, I sat up on the front day. I think that was the only nice day that didn't have wind, really. And, like, I did some airbrushing and stuff. Dope. And Sunday's the only day I hung out. I, I was it was kinda, rough. It was windy, right? It was fucking windy. My t- our tent almost flew away. Yeah, I was happy to have an RV, bro. <laughs> yep. Looking down on all them, <laughs> all the other people out there. Nah, really, my girl, she looked over at me one time, and she's just like, she's just like, I'm so thankful we're not in a tent. Yeah, it was a trip. Yeah. Definitely. I've done my time in tents. Yeah. Now I got windows. He saw me just sitting out there. Yeah, so I was just looking at that. I was like, oh, that's probably everything looks like. I don't know why. I think I saw a picture of this before, but I, I just had, I just knew it was. Yeah. And, and then I heard the music, of course. I was like, yep, okay. That's it. So how long are you going to be in town for? So, well, I'm leaving tomorrow or, or the next day. Okay. Thursday, I think I'm going to go up. Or no, today's Monday. Tomorrow's Tuesday. A meeting with the girl doing pocket trash song tomorrow. Then Wednesday, I'm gonna go up, and there's this photographer in uh, Flagstaff that I'm gonna meet with. And then Thursday, I'm gonna drive down and park my camper, and I think Camp Verde, I found a place to park it. Okay. And then I'm gonna hitchhike from there down to Phoenix and catch a ride on the 10 cool. to Florida. Well, um, what time are you guys doing your pocket thing tomorrow? Uh, I think she said noon. Okay. Well, I work tomorrow, but if you tell me what BPM that thing is, I'd love to like write some lyrics and send them. Yeah, on. definitely. Cool. All right. Thanks for listening to the whole show, y'all. It's Nomad Damon, traveling sounds from the Blueberry Lounge. This was an episode of Spiritual Gangsters with Dane the Great. Uh, once again, I was up in Sedona. If you're up there, check out all my friends over at Synergy. Head down to Fogel Bros. Hit up uh, Molly Shivani, uh, River Runs Wild, uh, Sai and the Salamander uh, Collective, all just some amazing people up there. Um, I had an amazing time rock climbing. Uh, be sure to check out some of my videos um, of the lady I picked up hitchhiking. Uh, some different videos of some music. I put out the episode uh, of Aaron at Fogel Bros. And that was an amazing episode. If you haven't heard that one, go back, listen to that one. He's a firstborn Christian, grew up not using doctors, 
um, having some of his brothers and sisters um, of his family like pass away in the next room over things that you know in a lot of people's minds could have easily been taken care of but uh, thank you guys so much once again check out Dane's song on the way out uh, follow Dane on YouTube uh, links below have a good one. Nomad Damon, Traveling Sounds from the Blue It just ain't right. It has to change. We have to fight. You and I in suit and tie. We need to save our children. All the kids who end up missing. If I told you, would you listen? Be the change and make a difference. We need to save our children. All the kids who end up missing. If I told you, would you listen? Be the change and make a difference. They taking our dust. They taking our kids to feed their lust and making some bucks like no one knows. And keep it on hush. It has to fuck it up and interrupt. So let's discuss my pure disgust. It is a must. It is a must. Shut it up, start bringing our love, be better people, forever equal. Shine a light upon the evil, rid our plight, step on that steeple, make it right. No more lies, cannot be deceitful. When did you release this one? It's not even released. Not even released yet.